Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. It's the week of March 4th through 10th. It's Ophi flying solo one last time from Barcelona, bringing you a little astro espana vibes and i am not mad about it i hope your pisces season has been as surprising and enchanting and mystical as it's meant to be and this week is a little bit slower a little quieter in the stars in the first half of the week we've got the moon in sagittarius and capricorn and aquarius all leading up to a new moon. So those are the elder signs, the last signs of the zodiac. So there's an air of wisdom that you may feel Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, really just getting ready for that new moon coming to us at the end of the week on March 10th, a new super moon. So we have a waning moon cycle, meaning... Look, the light is kind of dwindling. It's getting a little bit quieter. It's a time to get more introspective. We just have a quarter moon that was on Sunday in Sagittarius, so a balancing point. Uh, we had a Virgo full moon on February 24th. It was a bit intense, a bit jarring with its analytical mental vibes. Beautifully clarifying but also very heady so the Sagittarius quarter moon brought out the philosophers and all of us helped us kind of process all that thinking into a little bit more wisdom a little more vision like great ideas great thoughts but what is the bigger purpose of it all and how does that fit in with our grander goals, with what the world needs on a bigger scale? So all your thoughts and worries and ideas, you want to connect the dots to the bigger cosmic meaning of it all. How's it going to help people? How's it going to change people's lives? How is it going to help put some of the things that the world needs into motion, into action? How is it going to establish you as a leader or help us get better leadership to take charge of this planet, which needs all the help it can get. So those are some of the things we're going to be thinking about. And then on March 8th, that's Friday, we have a Mercury-Neptune meetup in Pisces. So Mercury is the mental planet, very left brain. Neptune is the imagination, very right brain. So it's a super creative moment, uh, a moment to express ourselves because Mercury wants us to speak up, but in a softer, compassionate way that Neptune, the empath, is going to help us with. But Neptune... It's also a little foggy and confusing sometimes. It can make us paranoid. It can make us believe illusions and confuse fact with fantasy. So you're going to have to be very careful on Friday, too. Some thoughts could creep in that are not a reflection of reality, but more of your fears or some subconscious activity that's going on that you haven't processed. So break out the journal, call up the therapist hit the healer, or just 
really do some reflective introspective work get into some meditation whatever it is a moving meditation however you allow thoughts to make their way through the channels without becoming something that you act upon because mercury neptune meetups can also be quite confusing especially in pisces which is the sign of illusions but the next day on saturday that's going to clear up because Mercury is going to move into Aries from March 9th until May 15th. That is a big shift. Pisces, very dreamy, the last sign of the zodiac. We've been kind of drifting around in our in our daydreams, waking dreams, lucid dreams, and then all of a sudden, boom, Mercury goes into Aries. It's all about action and expression and no filter. The Pisces might be a little too filtered, but Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So suddenly everybody's got to speak their mind and express themselves and tell you what they think and tell you how you feel. And Lord knows we have enough of that in this world. I don't think that there are a shortage of opinions being expressed out there today. So make sure if you're going to express strong sentiments and strong words and strong feelings that there's a greater intention. Aries can be a self-centered sign. And Mercury, the planet of communication in Aries, can have us speaking in me and I instead of we and us or you. Now, maybe it's time for a little bit of that. Pisces can make us a little bit too self-sacrificing. But with Mercury and Aries, we can become a little bit bulldozing. We can become overly concerned with our agenda at the expense of everybody else's so you don't want to do a total 180 and you know just putting yourself only first first last second and everything in between so if you're going to speak with passion or if you're going to tell a personal story or advocate for yourself just really make sure that it's forwarding something that is positive there's we don't want to add noise pollution um, again if you're somebody who hasn't spoken up or shared an idea that could be something that changes someone's life that could bring an entire new type of conversation into the, the sphere of discussion then by all means Mercury in Aries is here to help you summon the courage to do that. Please initiate new ideas, new conversations other than the ones we've been having while Mercury is in this courageous fire sign. So that comes with a little warning label because the reason that Mercury's in Aries from March 9th to May 15th, an extended stay, because typically it only stays in a sign for a couple of weeks, is because, womp womp, Mercury is going retrograde April 1st through 25th in Aries. Oh boy. So all those warnings I just gave you, double or triple them and add quadruple protection. So a lot of us you know, have heard about Mercury retrograde, have made all the jokes about Mercury Gatorade. Please spare this podcast those we've heard them all, but feel free to delight yourself with the Mercury retrograde humor. So 
what is Mercury retrograde, though? What is it really for those of you who aren't sure or who have heard just bits and pieces of it? So three to four times a year, Mercury will pass the Earth and its travels around the sun. So it's almost like when you're in a car and another car passes you and all of a sudden you have the illusion of yourself going backwards. That's what happens because they're traveling at different speeds. And uh, so Mercury going retrograde, from if you were to look from a telescope and count Mercury's travel to one degree at a time through the sign of Aries, that piece of the sky that we call Aries, um, it would appear that it was suddenly going backwards through the degrees. Of course, it's not really going backwards, but that's how we measure tropical astrology is in relation to where we are on Earth. It's not based on the constellations per se. It's based on the seasons and the planets in relation to our vantage point wherever we are on Earth. That's why there is no 13th sign, even though there are 88 constellations. Our measuring system for Western tropical astrology is not based on the positions of the constellations. There are other forms of astrology that use that, but the one we do does not. So we look at Mercury as though it's going backwards, and therefore everything under Mercury's jurisdiction also will go haywire or can. And that includes communication, all forms, from your electronics to your um, conversations and interactions with people to just the way you communicate. It also is your thought process. Suddenly you may be forgetful or foggy or you may say the wrong thing. And Mercury retrograde in Aries can really make us a bit impolite. <laughs> So prepare already now. Like if you feel like you have to have a difficult conversation, have it while Mercury is not retrograde in Aries because, you know, if you start to suppress anger, which is an Aries theme, or frustration, passion, and you bottle that up this month, it's all going to come out. And if you shake up a bottle and it sprays all over the room or the cork goes flying out. That's what's going to happen during Mercury retrograde. So do find a way to express yourself and your needs so that that doesn't happen. Next month, um, Mercury retrograde can also affect transportation and travel. So if you're looking for a new car or anything with wheels, that's Mercury's domain, well, you're going to want to probably make that purchase now or just use this time to research and wait for May. Personally, you know, Jupiter, the planet of luck, is going into Gemini. Gemini is about vehicles, local travel, cars, bikes, anything with wheels. It's ruled by Mercury. And Jupiter is going to go into Gemini for a year on May 25th when we predict a potential surge in the electric vehicle market making a comeback and probably some great new innovations or great prices or a boom in the auto industry of some kind. You know, it's, it hasn't been the greatest time to buy a car. Interest rates are really high. 
Jupiter's in Taurus right now. So there's an inflation of prices in certain industries, especially things that are related to our daily necessities, which a car can be. But when Jupiter goes into Gemini, um, all things wheeled could have a heyday again, and you may make much better decisions. So hold off till May 25th. I've, I think I've been subconsciously doing that. I've been driving a car that was supposed to be a, a temporary car, but I just, you know, my intuition keeps telling me to wait. And I think I'll be waiting till Jupiter goes into Gemini. So um, I'll be curious to see what happens in a couple of months. But if you are on the market for a car, then do your research and make sure that if you do make that purchase during Mercury retrograde, you've gotten all the financing worked out and done, you know, done your due diligence on the car. So, yeah, travel also, check your passport, check your driver's license, make sure it's not expired. That almost happened to me. I didn't realize my passport was expired before a trip, a birthday trip, an important birthday trip. So it's harder now to get a passport really quickly. So um, make sure you check out that. And yeah, back up all your data, back up your devices, watch what you send to the, the group chat, the text, you know. I have so many apps now. WhatsApp, Signal, Telegram, Text, Phone. It's so easy to lose uh, lose track of those. Maybe you want to do a little streamlining. Pick a couple of favorite platforms. You don't have to be on all of them. Do a little data streamlining uh, during Mercury in Aries. Find the one that you love the most. Same for social media. That's also the domain. Mercury rules media. So... Maybe you want to try out one of the, you know, try out threads, give it another chance, or get rid of that X account if it's not your jam to be on there with all those. Well, there are a lot of trolls in that forest, if you ask me. So find find one, find one main place to spread your message if you're feeling a little fatigued. So March 9th to May 15th, Mercury and Aries. And then that same day, that is a day when, you know, things really take a turn from the peaceful Pisces seas to the fiery incendiary ones because we've got Mars and Uranus in a square. Now, I've been hearing that some people have been listening to our podcast and learning about uh, squares and trines when we talk about these angles. So there are seven major angles that any two planets can make between themselves. And planets are like actors in the movie of your life. But those actors sometimes have scenes together. And uh, the, the aspects, as they're called, the angles that they form between them will determine if it's a buddy scene, a love scene, a scene of tension and fighting and conflict. So a square is a 90-degree angle. It's a scene of conflict, or at least two very powerful players having to work out their differences. So Mars and Uranus are both volatile. Mars is the planet of war and assertiveness, and Uranus is liberated 
don't fence me in, rebellious. So you've got two of the bad kids in a scene together. This is feeling a little bit like one of those gunfight scenes. Mars is an Aquarius, the rebel, and Uranus is in Taurus, which is uh, very stubborn. So we've got a lot of digging into the heels, a lot of I'll show you, you can't make me, oh yeah. So uh, this weekend, you got to watch out. People are going to be very volatile, very temperamental, very ego-driven. Um, you know, there's a time to stick to your principles and stand up for yourself. And kudos to you if you can do that in a way that is graceful and gracious, but Things could get heated really fast, too. So we are actually launching our Become Your Own Astrologer course. Uh, so sorry for those who missed out on the opportunity to do it with us, but we can't wait to kick it off. We're going to be working with a bunch of people who are going to be learning how to read their birth charts. And as it so happens, <laughs> we're starting on the Mars-Uranus square. So... How can you make a square into something positive? Well, squares are moments for breakthroughs. So, you know, for our students who've been frustrated about trying to learn certain things, hopefully they're going to have a breakthrough in innovation and excitement. Mars is, is also passionate, can speed things up. Uranus can be the genius, the innovator, the aha moment. So if you're learning something this weekend or trying something new, which is great also with Mercury and Aries, then, you know, try to be patient. Don't get frustrated too quickly, but dive in like I am here for something different. I'm here to try it a new way. I'm here to innovate. I do know what I stand for and what my values are. I'm not going to abandon those, but I'm going to keep an open mind even as I honor my truth. Now, March 10th is the new moon in Pisces, the new supermoon, which is going to be lovely, a moment of healing, a moment of creativity, of vision, spiritual awakening. But the days, the couple of days before a new moon are what are called the balsamic moon phase. When, the, you know, when the moon is almost completely disappeared from our view. And those can be some cranky days. We call it planetary PMS because it's the sleepy, cranky, balsamic, vinegary, acidic bite. And people are a little sharp with each other. So... It's 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 a it's a day or a couple of days to rest, slow down, and prepare. We say sweep and sleep, clean stuff out, declutter, prepare for that to welcome that new moon, that new super moon at five a.m. Eastern time on March tenth. So know that you might just feel a little bit, eh, a little prickly before that. So this Pisces new moon is going to culminate in mid-September in a Pisces full moon, which is also going to be a lunar eclipse. So it's going to set off a six-month cycle of healing, compassion, empathy, 
your weekly horoscope and your monthly horoscope on astrostyle.com are live and they have all the details of how that's going to affect your sign. So until then, you know, we wish you a wonderful week. Rest of Pisces season, eclipse season is around the corner. It starts March 25th. If you haven't listened to your monthly horoscope podcast, you can learn more about that already. But eclipses are major awakening points, harbingers of change. And we have two coming up, one in Libra on March 25th and one in Aries on April 8th. The war and peace, actually peace and war, uh, togetherness and sovereignty. So we're working, working on those themes of partnership without compromising your individuality and sovereignty without selfishness. That's coming up. So a little sneak preview. But until then, wishing you the greatest Pisces New Moon week. And we'll see you soon. As always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at AstroCell.com and be sure to follow us on social at AstroTwins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.